Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. The U.S. Supreme Court agrees to hear oral arguments on Joe Biden versus the Texas abortion ban. The state Supreme Court blocks three pro-life laws. And we interview Dr. Doug Weiss on sex addiction. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. The United States Supreme Court has agreed to suddenly hear oral arguments on the Biden administration's lawsuit against the state of Texas concerning an abortion ban. In fact, the Supremes have now put it on the fast track and oral arguments will be heard as early as this month. CNN reports, the US Supreme Court agreed to hear this case that allows a Texas law so far to bar most abortions after six weeks. And that law is going to remain in place for now, but SCOTUS has agreed to hear oral arguments next month. The law banning abortions, often before a woman even knows she is pregnant, runs in stark contrast to the Roe versus Wade 1973 landmark decision that had legalized child killing nationwide prior to viability. Viability is a standard which often occurs around 24 weeks of pregnancy, but the Texas heartbeat law may limit abortions after as early as six weeks of pregnancy. In agreeing to hear the case under such an expedited time frame, the court said that it would focus specifically on the unusual way in which the Texas legislature crafted the law. Not the merits of whether or not children are people or any of that, but uh, they said they're going to review whether the US Justice Department can legally challenge that law in court because by law, according to the Texas law, Texas officials are barred from enforcing it. Instead, private citizens from anywhere in the country can bring a civil suit against anyone in Texas who assists a pregnant woman seeking an abortion in violation of the law. Of course, this has got the left all up in arms, including Justice Sonia Sotomayor, a leftist member of the bench, criticized her colleagues for allowing the Texas law to remain in effect. Despite allowing a quick schedule for oral arguments, the expedited schedule she wrote in her dissent offers a cold comfort for women in Texas seeking to kill their children who are entitled to relief now, she said. Well, I wonder what the child is entitled to. Here's a quote from Sotomayor, she said, quote, the impact is catastrophic, end quote. Of course, she's not talking about the impact to the child, but the impact to the woman who seeks to kill her child. The CNN analyst went on to say the following, quote, this is the quickest arguments the court will have heard after granting review since the year 2000. And it suggests that, although the justices may not be sure how they're going to rule, 
they understand the urgency of deciding one way or the other. And that's the news, our thanks to CNN for that report. Let's take a moment and discern the spirits behind the story, right? CNN, and our thanks to them for that report, they just uh, told you about the human actors in the story. There is Justice Sotomayor, for example. There are uh, lawyers in Texas or the Supreme Court themselves or uh, the women seeking abortion, the abortionists wanting to facilitate the killing of the child, uh, the child itself. Those are all the human actors in the story. Where are the non-human spirits? How do we discern the spirit of God or the spirit of the demonic realm or Satan himself or the angels involved? These non-human spirits can often be discerned through the lens of biblical morality as it impact and as those non-human voices try to impact the moral choices of the human actors in the story. So for example, let's say you're uh, Joe Biden in this case, he's suing Texas. And Joe Biden has uh, these thoughts that are going through his mind or someone in his administration, right? The lawyers, the solicitor general who's filing this with the Supreme Court and they have a moral choice at that moment. Should we let the children live or should we sue at the Supreme Court to enhance the ability to kill the children? In that moment, whoever the bureaucrat is in the executive branch may be hearing from the voice of God that may be saying to them, do the right thing. Don't kill the children, don't make it easier to facilitate bloodshed. But on the other shoulder, they may be listening to an immoral spirit, a demonic spirit that says, let your bloodlust rule. Uh, let there be enhanced abilities. Uh, we don't want any laws protecting the kids. Let's make it all about selfishness and, and sexual liberation and, and therefore we can kill the children. And that demonic spirit of bloodlust now rests on the shoulders and that bureaucrat, maybe Biden himself, resists the voice of God and listens to the demonic spirit and their moral choice is to sin by arguing in court for the demolition of innocence. That's the opposite of what Jesus taught, right? Jesus is the spirit of life. And he said this in John six, Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger and he who believes in me shall never thirst. Let's pray for life to prevail. Would you pray with me? Lord Jesus, you say that you are the bread of life and we partake of your bread and not the demonic bread that is the bread of death. Instead, Father, we pray that your life will infuse us as a church and then the government as a policy. Father, we pray for the Supreme Court justices who have these difficult decisions that they will choose life in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break when we come back. A state Supreme Court blocks three pro-life laws. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today, I wanna invite you to sign a critical petition to defend innocent babies and to end abortion in America. On this show, we like to pray and petition God, but we also need you to take action today by petitioning Congress to stop the taxpayer-funded child killing, especially by defunding Planned Parenthood, America's number one abortion provider. Why are your taxes paying to murder innocent children in the womb? Well, if Congress would simply define personhood as life beginning at conception, 
we can reverse Roe versus Wade. Please join me today by signing this important petition to Congress. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign your petition today. Sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover, and it says, In God We Trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin. And not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn, and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top, and you see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866-Obey-God Get yours today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from Fox News reports. The state Supreme Court of Oklahoma has intervened to block three pro-life state laws that were about to go into effect this month. The Oklahoma Supreme Court voted temporarily to block three laws that placed restrictions on some abortions and that ban was set to take place in the state of Oklahoma on November 1st. But the Center for Abortion Rights, President Nancy Northrup said the following on Monday. The Oklahoma Supreme Court recognized that these laws would cause irreparable harm to Oklahomans. All of these laws have the same goal to make it harder to get an abortion in Oklahoma we will continue to fight in court to ensure that these laws are struck down for good. Politicians should not be meddling in the private health decisions of Oklahomans, end quote. You can almost see the bloodlust behind her eyes as she's saying these reasonable courtroom arguments, right? The court blocked two laws that would have placed restrictions on abortions, including no abortion inducing medications. So like the plan B pill, that's widely available for teenagers without parental consent. And a third law would have required abortion performing doctors, as they call themselves, to be board certified in obstetrics and gynecology. In other words, they actually have to be doctors, not just call themselves doctors. I think in California, you can get a, a nurse to do it. But in Oklahoma, they had a higher standard, now that's being blocked. The Oklahoma Supreme Court ruling was five to three, and they granted what's called a temporary injunction, preventing the law from taking a place immediately until it's heard on the merits of the law later on. 
The three judges that dissented in the rulings were appointees of Republican Governor Kevin Stitt. Well, one judge did not vote. So you can see the political divisions even on the court, that the Republicans tried to vote pro-life, but the leftist appointees all voted pro-death on the Supreme Court. By the way, about half of all abortion providers in the state of Oklahoma would have been forced to stop providing abortions under the strict requirements that providers must be board certified in OBGYN, which critics say would have sharply reduced access to abortion across the state. Surgical abortion, that is. The ruling comes after a district court temporarily blocked two other laws restricting abortion in the state from taking effect. One of which, by the way, was similar to the Texas abortion law that bans a procedure after a baby's heartbeat is detected, or perhaps as early as six weeks of pregnancy. But that ruling allowed the other three laws to stand. Setting up the ruling by this now, the Supreme Court struck them all down. The ruling also came after the US Supreme Court is temporarily allowed a similar Texas law to take effect uh, as of a month ago. But now this, that ruling is being reviewed as we reported the US Supreme Court is going to hear President Biden's appeal of the Texas case. There is already been reportedly, according to Fox News, a surge in women crossing the border from Texas into Oklahoma to seek abortions. And now that the Texas law is in place, the Oklahoma ban is not in place, you can see a flood of abortion seeking migrants crossing state lines. And that's the news, our thanks to Fox News for that report. Um, Again, we discern the spirit of God upon justices, in this case in Oklahoma, who dissent and say, we are not going to allow the easy killing of children unless the mother's life is in danger. Uh, There should be no exceptions, but the baby's life must be protected. We discern the demonic spirit inside of some of those justices, even in Oklahoma, which is a red state, right? Who are going to delay justice to allow some of these babies to be killed. After the baby's killed, it doesn't matter how long the court takes, the baby's already lost their opportunity for a voice. That's why we give them a voice on this program. We notice that the the demonic spirit is also described in the very mouths of those who are advocating the child killing. Bible says in Romans three, their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we do pray in Jesus' name for uh, a a, a swift restoring of any law that would protect innocent life, especially in Oklahoma. But Father, we pray the US Supreme Court would now overrule what Oklahoma's court has done and restore justice to the children. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. We have Dr. Doug Weiss talking about sexual addiction. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I want to introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry and the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus' Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm going to put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. 15 years ago, I invented my pillow. It took me two years to develop because I wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow. I made sure that you could adjust my patented fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. I back my pillow with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow, and to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. I used to think that sheets were just sheets. I got the Giza Dream Sheets. They are the most comfortable sheets I've ever had. The MyPillow Topper, for the first time, has enabled me to have a cool night's sleep. I'm able to go to bed and just get rest. That's three inches of wonderful that's in the MyPillow Mattress Topper. It's just like a firm cloud. MyPillow helps me get a good night's sleep so I can do my job in the morning. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts, not just on my pillows, but so much more. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98. Or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. We're joined now in studio with a returning guest and fan favorite, uh, Christian psychologist, Dr. Doug Weiss, with the American Association of, let me say it right, Sexual addiction. addiction therapy. Yes. What is Good sexual job. addiction therapy? Well, um, for millions of men and women struggle with sexual addiction where sex is out of control. And our culture today, our culture is now sexually addicted. I mean, since the 60s, since pornography has entered the mainstream, it's almost like a poison went into the American culture. Wow. Because prior to that, it wasn't love the one you were with. It's love the one you're married to. Yeah. You know, it wasn't do, do what you feel. If it feels good, do it. It was do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. We went through a cultural upside down change when pornography entered the mainstream. And then it was slowly moved into television. Remember, I Love Lucy, they, they were in two different beds. Right? Now it's crazy stuff going on. I think on. my grandparents had two different beds. I think that was the... That was the, the thing back then. The thing, right. Right? And so we have moved so far away from the scripture, so far away from morality... And the secularist, which is a religion all by itself, that man himself is God and man can do whatever he wants to do, it's a religion all by itself, has a tenet inside that religion of immorality. Okay, and it's gotten worse and worse. First it was, well, just have sex with other people, you know, uh, opposite gender. Then have sex with the same gender. Now have sex, you know, be a different gender. And this, this, this tenet is growing and growing and growing. And it's never satisfied, no matter what laws are passed, no matter now they've, they've been propagating in schools since my age. Yeah. Okay, sex education now is all the way in elementary school. Well, why do they need to know? They're not even in puberty. The grooming process of the secular community is going on and on and on, creating sexual addiction. Right. So I have job security, okay, forever. 
because <laughs> they're producing them at such a high rate. And then, then the internet came, and now the poison went to steroid level. Because if you talk to any principal in elementary school or junior high school or high school, the number one problem is kids looking at pornography in school. In school? In school. Do, do they have like uh, school-issued laptops? Can you put a filter or a password? How is, why isn't the school stopping this? It's the cell phone. Oh. It's not the computers at the school. They're on their cell phone sending pictures of themselves to each other. They're on the cell phone looking at all kinds of bizarre sexual stuff that you couldn't even get in porn stores. Now you can get on your cell phone when you're five years old. Okay. Five-year-olds? Oh, yeah, because parents give their kids cell phones at you know, really early ages. What's the right age to give a kid a cell phone? When they can afford it. <laughs> Let them buy their own. <laughs> that's when I get one. Yeah, that's true. Right? So when they can afford it, and that's what they want to do with their money? Okay, but still, there should be a porn blockers. We have a porn blocker on our website, drdougweiss.com, and every kid should have a porn blocker on their phone. It is irresponsible as a parent because telephones are porn stores. That's what they are. And if you don't protect it, then you are giving your kid a porn store and saying, don't get in trouble. Oh my gosh. And it's crazy. I've gone to Christian uh, schools, I've uh, spoken, I said, how many of you have a porn blocker on your phone? Less than 15%. Now these are parents spending good money, spend them to, send them to a private school, but giving them a porn store to look at all day long. Now that's insanity. So this creeping into the church, that's why there's so many Christian men and women who secretly struggle with sexual addiction. Right. So many women find their husbands struggling with pornography and they're good Christian guys or pastors even, okay? And this has been a movement that the enemy has been perpetrating. And what is he after? Revelations chapter two, the church of Thyatira. It says, you tolerate that woman Jezebel who teaches uh, the Christians to be sexually immoral, right? Yeah. At the end of the verse, it says this, but to him who overcomes, I will, and that's a guarantee, I will give authority over the nations. Wow. What the enemy's after is the authority of the church of God on the earth. Yeah. And the way he's gone about it in every culture before Christ and after is sexual morality. Because sexual morality is a tipping point of a culture self-destructing. Yeah, and that's what prevents, uh, when we don't have a clear conscience, it prevents our prayers to God. Mm -hmm. and, and, and if the devil can get in between that, then he's removed the authority from the church and he can rule uh, not just the church, but our, our, our world, culture. our culture. Absolutely, that's what he's after and that's how he's going about it. You've written a book, it's called Clean. Mm -hmm. I wish I could hold up a copy, mm -hmm. but we're gonna roll a trailer showing mm -hmm. the book Clean. What's this about? This is about sexual purity in an impure, impure generation. How men who aren't necessarily struggling with sex addiction, they can become equipped to be sexually pure. Uh, and what and, and to learn sex in the brain, learn about if they have pornography struggles, learn how to uh, disciple their sons, how to walk clean in a bad culture. Okay, because that is where, if we don't have clean men, we cannot have a revival. We cannot have a revival without clean men. It's not possible. Yeah. And that's why the enemy is for the last 40 years in our culture has been trying to destroy men sexually. Yeah. Because men have the authority that God wants to use. And women do too. But this has been an attack on men specifically for the last 40 years. So uh, obviously you recommend, and, and you're a model, right, mm -hmm. of, of living faithfully, one man, one woman for life. Yes. Uh, and, and there is a biblical way to engage in, in sexual fulfillment. Absolutely. And I, and I actually take a polygraph to verify my sexual purity. I've been clean for over 35 years. No porn, no self-behavior, nothing outside of marriage. And wow. all the counselors in my office were the only counseling center in the world that I know of. Volunteer, 
to take a polygraph to prove our sexual purity. Wow. Because I've tried to hire Christian counselors even here in Colorado Springs, and most of them were dirty. Christian counselors. Yeah. So we at Heart to Heart Counseling Center, they all take polygraphs voluntarily to say, I have laid myself down, I am clean. So when a woman flies in, she's not looking at a man who's dirty. Interesting. Well, you, you have counseling available, not mm -hmm. just in Colorado Springs, but you have uh, other psychologists around telephone the country. Counseling, they have telephone counseling, we, can, we have groups, we have all kinds of stuff. If they call our office or go to the website, drdougweiss.com, they can find all kinds of resources to overcome this stuff. Right, I like it. Um, we're gonna show now a commercial for Clean the Book, and then we'll take a short break, and I'll be back with more news. I'm Dr. Chaps, this is PrayInJesusName.org. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. So you, as a man, have influence. In your family, in your church, your community, God's given you the gift of influence. In your family, for generations, they'll be influenced. You'll be a clean link or an unclean link. You'll be something they'll have to work through or someone they can celebrate and emulate. I want to be like my dad. Your daughter will either know a clean man or an unclean man. What's it going to be? I hope, and I'm pretty confident if you're watching this, you're committed to the clean path. The good news is you can be clean. Now, clean has an impact. Clean affects your wife. She feels enough. She feels loved and beautiful and cared enough. She feels pursued and known and discovered. She feels protected, which is one of the core needs of every woman, to feel safe. Your daughter and your son feel the same. You have protected them. Your church is protected by your sexual purity. Your community is protected by your sexual purity, not another reputation on a newspaper or in a gossip and at work. You're a clean man and they look up to you, they trust you, they may not understand you, but they respect you. You, as a clean man, can have an incredible influence. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. If you've been following the LGBTQ agenda, there is now a radical program to take away freedom from Christians like you. In fact, they're trying to pass an unconstitutional law now. It's misnamed as the Equality Act, but it's really inequality for Christians. And it punishes people like Jack Phillips, the baker who didn't want to participate in gay weddings, and florists and photographers. It also forces co-ed bathrooms on every business owner in America. You could lose your business if you don't let men into the ladies' restroom. It violates the privacy and safety of women, forces women to compete with men in their own sporting events. And finally, there are no religious exemptions. Even your church will be vulnerable. We want you to sign a petition against this today at PrayInJesusName.org. Click on PrayInJesusName.org. There's a row of petitions there. Look for the one called Equality. We will send it to Congress. Sign up today. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and please donate when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. We need your contributions. PrayInJesusName.org is our website. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 9, I'm a he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food. Supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. If you need prayer, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. 
Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. 